Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to the Old School Gym Radio Podcast. We are back after a little bit of a hiatus, and we are bringing you the heat. It is me, your host, Coach Myers, and my co-host, Nettie G, the business boss that keeps all the gym bros in check. What up, Nettie? What's going on, Dustin? Well, you know, I'm still trying to uh, recover from the extended Arnold week and weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of one of those things after, you know, there's such a build up to the Arnold and then, you know, starting with beats and barbells on Friday and then the expo the whole weekend and all the tr- crazy workouts and everything in between. It kind of takes like a, a full week afterward. It's like adult meathead spring break. It's total spring break and your voice is gone. I, I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> so yeah, let's go. Let's rewind. Let's let's start... Uh, at Beats and Barbells. Well, you know, first, I think maybe for some of our listeners that aren't, you know, have never been to Central Higher and have been to the Arnold, I think we need to just give them some background info on the Arnold in Agreed. general. Okay. I like it. So one of the first things that people, if they're not from Columbus, always ask me, they're like, well, first of all, what does Arnold have to do with Columbus? Mm-hmm. Why is the world's biggest sports expo in Columbus, Ohio? Like it really doesn't, you know, on the on the surface, it makes it no sense. It doesn't make sense at all. But so if you rewind, you know, back to the early 70s, mm-hmm. whenever, you know, Arnold was still competing in the Mr. Olympias. And, you know, you got to remember at that time, you know, this is Arnold, you know, Mr. Universe, Mr. Olympia, but not yet Arnold Schwarzenegger, the politician, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the action star. You know, so he was very famous, but, you know, bodybuilding was just kind of kind of a fringe sport. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he's obviously not from the U.S. No, so. he's not from the U.S. You know, so this was a completely different time. I remember, you know, my dad had, you know, even, you know, before I was born in the early 70s, he had Arnold's books and stuff like that. But he said, you know, people looked at you like you were weird if you lifted weights. You know, it was kind of like a like a, a very fringe thing. Much Don't of, people still look at you weird? <laughs> probably for more reasons than just okay. because I, I okay. lift weights. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so you, you think back to that time. So even though Arnold was the biggest star in that space, but not really outside of bodybuilding yet. And um, so he hadn't really achieved any type of level of fame compared to, you know, what he has now or even what he achieved, you know, starting in the 1980s. And um, I'm, I can't remember the date, whether it was 74 or 75. It was somewhere in the early to mid 70s. And at that time, Jim Lormer, mm-hmm. who yep. was the CEO of... That is correct. I didn't even know you knew that. Oh, Nettie, I was, I, I was going to try to trump you and you just, you, you came with it. Nettie, right. listen, I, I know way more about way more things than you, than you have any idea. So <laughs> <laughs> That made zero and all the sense at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you think I don't know about, I know twice as much as you. So there. Oh my now, gosh. So okay. Jim, Jim Lormer, who, you know, had... At one time, you know, owned World Gym, which was the biggest chain of gyms in the country at one time. Um, you know, he's based here in Columbus. He's from Worthington. Mm-hmm. And he was also promoting bodybuilding shows. And he promoted the Mr. Olympia. And I think it was Arnold's last year, I believe 74, 74. My dad actually came to that show. And it was at the Old Vets Memorial. Yeah. Uh, Arnold won. And, I, you know, backstage, he was kind of talking to Jim Lormer. And Jim Lormer said, well, you know, what's next? And he said, well, now that I'm retiring from bodybuilding... I want to promote my own bodybuilding show and I want you to be my business partner and I want to do it here in Columbus, Ohio. He's like, I like this city. And, uh, you know, so that was, was the beginning of the, what was known as the Arnold Classic. So for all you OGs out there, you know, you probably still call the Arnold Sports Expo. You call it the Arnold Classic. That's what I yep. still call it. You know, so it started with just a bodybuilding show. And it started with a handshake that Correct. Arnold has kept all like over 30 years now. Cause I know that there's a lot of other cities that have um, 
tried to get the Arnold. I mean, obviously the Arnold is international now, but I know um, I've actually worked with the, with the Arnold also, not Arnold, but the Arnold Classic Sports Festival. But so many cities in the US have tried to, you know, beckon them to move because right. our convention center in comparison to let's say a Las Vegas and Orlando and Atlanta is is small. And so I know that that handshake, that's why I respect Arnold so much. That handshake agreement that he made over 30 years ago is still going strong, no pun intended, today. And I think this year, there were 22,000 athletes. Yeah, so, so it's transferred to yeah, the... Yeah, so let's back up for a second. So it started with that handshake and they started just by promoting a bodybuilding show. And at that time, you know, bodybuilding was basically at the high levels. You had the Olympia, you had the Mr. Universe. And then now... Arnold, you know, being a star in that space, started the Arnold Classic. And so for probably, you know, I guess it would be, you know, maybe 15 years or so, all it was was just the bodybuilding show. And it started getting bigger. So then they said, you know what, we're going to add some other stuff to it. We'll make it into a trade show for supplement companies and other companies that are kind of connected to the bodybuilding space. And did you know, did Olympia always do that? I don't believe the, I I believe the Arnold Classic. Because it's an expo Correct. now also. Yeah, they've all kind of morphed into that. But I think the Arnold was the first one okay. to start doing that. And I can remember, you know, when I came to college here at Ohio State, you know, 98, 99, you know, that was one of the things. We already kind of had heard about the Arnold Classic. My dad had, you know, told me the stories about going to the show and stuff in the 70s. And so we're like, oh, we got to go to this, the Arnold Expo, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And I can remember going those first couple of years and it was kind of small, you know, that they had some booths set up for different companies. You could walk around and get free samples and take pictures with people. And, you know, I don't even know if they had many sports there at that time. No, no. I think it was still just the bodybuilding and I think probably some powerlifting stuff. When yeah, did they, they, I don't know when they started to really... Yeah, I can't really remember either. It's, it's we'll hard to, to think back then. That. But, you know, fast forward to now, you know, give us some stats on what the Arnold Classic or the Arnold Sports Festival has morphed into now. Yeah. there. I just heard some stats. There were 22,000 athletes. And that is, that's from bodybuilding to powerlifting to like, you know, I think there's fencing. There's Look, there's I, art. There's I, it's, it's unbelievable. I watched some of like the national level jump rope competitors. Oh. Holy shit. You want to see... I missed that. Was that on the speed? main stage? No, mm. it was out in the uh, kind of in the main atrium or hallway mm. or whatever right there. Yeah. The, it, it, for those of you that haven't attended, it's not just the convention center. They actually take over like hallways and rooms in the convention well, center. Well, not just it's here. A, they, it, they've, they've moved, you know, even like they have a whole kids area, yep. like basically the Ohio State Fairgrounds now has become... It essentially takes over the whole city. It's the biggest sports expo in the world. There are 200, so 22,000 athletes and then over 200,000 people attending. And who, I don't know the amount of presenters, our booths, you know, things that were in the convention center, but it, it is, it's amazing. It's so much fun. Number one, even if you're not in that world, I mean, we're from Columbus, so it's exciting to see so much activity um, here, especially it's still really cold. So, um, you know, there's a lot of activity here downtown. And I know it's exciting just to see all the athletes coming in, oh, coming, so in cool. they, coming into town. Yeah. Athletes and spectators really from all over the world, every sport that you can imagine. I mean, it's a, it's an ama- has an amazing, obviously, economic impact on the city. Huge. Right. So, um, and I think, you know, it's one of those things, if you're anywhere in 
the fitness space, you need to somehow be affiliated with the Arnold or at least have to show your face at some point. Right. Like if you haven't, it's kind of like badge of honor. Like if you haven't <laughs> been to the Arnold and you're in the fitness world, it's kind of like, no, you're not. So <laughs> make sure you get here for sure uh, next year because it, it's worth it too. I mean, the, the strongman competition is probably my favorite, to be honest. That's normally um, a couple of sessions are on the main stage. And that is, I don't know, it's super exciting for me to watch because you, it's, they're, they're right there. It's super close. It's maybe... I mean, you can sit in the front row if you're that lucky, but you can stand if you just have a normal ticket to the expo and be maybe 50 yards away you know, from Thor lifting like <laughs> insane, crazy, crazy weights. And you can see your favorite, you know, your favorite IG celebrity. That's what's so crazy for me. It's like, you feel like you know so many people there, right. but you're like, oh, they're my IG friend or I stalk them <laughs> on Instagram. Well, you know... I mean, that's really my favorite thing about having a booth at the Arnold. So this was the third year in a row for Max Ever Muscle that we had mm-hmm. a booth. Uh, we had a booth last year for Old School, mm-hmm. which... Two years. Yeah, we had... Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a little bit too much trying to have two booths at one time, just trying to you know juggle both those. So I was kind of glad that we just you know kind of down downshifted to, to one booth so we could really concentrate on just that one and then also running the events at Old School, which we'll get to in a second. But, you know... Obviously, you know, the it's a big weekend for the brand. You got to, you know, kind of get a lot of recognition for the brand and a lot of brand awareness, get samples out there. You'll try to move a lot of product and stuff like that. But the most important thing and the most kind of impactful and, you know, satisfying feeling is meeting all of these people that have been following us for years on Instagram. We've interacted with them. We've been teaching them stuff. So I feel like I'm already like a mentor to them and for them to come up and share their stories and tell, you know, I can't tell you how many you know, young men, you know, maybe college age or mid twenties that came up and were like, you and Corey are the first people that got me into weightlifting mm-hmm. and I've been doing it ever since, or I do it for a living now. I'm a personal trainer in Philadelphia or, or wherever it is. And just to hear these people and to see the look on their eyes, like, I mean, it's kind of crazy because, you know, to me, it's like, we, you know, we, I see Corey in the gym every day, but you see these people, they, they're almost like in shock when they get to actually meet him in person right. and tell him how they've changed their, you know, how he's changed their lives. And, you know, it, it, it was, a, it's a really, really cool feeling. Well, and, and for, for all of our listeners, it really is, it's a place for you to meet um, Corey, Dustin, anyone. It's everyone is so accessible there at the Arnold. And I think some people really don't understand Yes, like you can walk up to your favorite fitness, you know, inspiration and have a conversation with them, get your picture taken with them. And it's, it's, there's no charge, you know, like it's, 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 and, and honestly, the person that you've been following online, it's a time to express that to them because I know, like, for you and Corey, I obviously watch all weekend long, and that's where like my mama Nettie comes in. It like, <laughs> no, it's like where you guys are really excelling, and it touches it, it touches my heart because I know that it's actually the time when you guys get fed. You know, you get fuel to your fire because you hear the stories. It, it's it's great. You get a DM. You get likes on your pictures or no, whatnot. There's, there's no substitute for face-to-face contact. Nothing None. ever. And so I know, um, you know, I was with Corey all day on Tuesday. I've been with you today and I can tell it's this, you know, as exhausting as the event is, it's, it gets crushed with how much you're excited to get back after it and continue to impact lives. And that's what's so exciting, I think, about that event is to really be able to see face-to-face and hear the stories of the people shaking your hands, giving you hugs, you know, posting on Instagram about, hey, man, I just freaking got to meet my, you know, my inspiration. Well, you know, 
uh, Hannah Eden, who's one of our new partners at Max Effort Muscle, we had a talk this weekend and she had said, you know, previously, you know, companies that she'd worked with when she had done expos and stuff, you know, because she's a fitness superstar. She's a super boss. And there was anytime she was at the booth, there was a huge line of people waiting to meet her. And someone would come up and I mean, she would talk to them until they were done talking, whether that was 30 seconds or whether it was five minutes. Right. And she said, you know, previous brands that she had worked with or whatever, you know, when there'd be a big line, you know, they'd be telling her like, hey, you know, make it sh- snappy, make it snappy, shake their hand, take a picture and move them on. And she'd say, you know what, this person traveled from across the country. They want to meet me. Like I'm going to give them the time that they, they earned, you know, like it, they deserve to have my full attention. And that is something that I, I felt like she really fit in great with us because it's kind of the same way that we think. And she, you, you know, you're, her and I talked about that a lot. Is just like the mindset of like uh, appreciating these people and like feeling like it's part of a community, part of a family versus, oh, they're just my followers on Instagram or, oh, they're just my customers or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's a, it's a different way to think. And if you don't follow Hannah Eden Fitness, <laughs> please do. I am now a super fan girl of hers after meeting and hanging out with her also this weekend. But I think I get like, I love the Arnold. I've been going for for many years. I actually am going to take, take a minute, tell my story that I actually, the reason I know old school uh, is because of the Arnold. I, I don't know if I know this one. Yeah, I want to hear I, um, Company I worked for before, uh, before, uh, with, before old school, we actually sold the official apparel at... Uh, and they still do. We still do, yeah. And we would sell like all the Arnold Classic t-shirts uh, inside and outside the expo. And we would have breaks, like, you know, little breaks that we could go. And at that point, I had been lifting weights and... Uh, in our company, there was really only like one or two other people that were into lifting weights. So of course, that gentleman and myself, uh, his name is Jonathan Poma, we actually took a break together. We had like a 20 minute break. And so we started walking the expo because we were of course like meat heading out and like wanting to go get sups and just check out. I wanted to see my... I don't even think... It wasn't even Instagram yet, just so you know. So we were walking through and there was... uh, Corey was there with Muscle Farm. And my buddy Jonathan was like, man, he's like, Nettie, you need to follow. That's Muscle this. Farm Prez. Yeah, they're like, you need to follow. No, no joke. You need to follow Muscle Farm Prez on Twitter. I'm like, nah, bro, I don't do Twitter. <laughs> so he was like, no, I think you'll really, like this guy is so consistent. He's local. You will like jive with him. Like you really need to follow him on Twitter. And I was just like, Jonathan, like... I don't do Twitter, bro. So then um, I wasn't on Facebook either. He was like, what about Instagram? And I was like, hmm, okay. I had an account. I didn't really know. Um, I was Nettie G14 at the time. I remember Corey was Muscle Farm what, what, Press. What was 14? I, you know what's crazy? My dad bought me a car for Valentine's Day way back in the day. I got a personalized plate. It said like Nettie G14 or something. So I just kept that going. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say that was your marching band number. And I was thinking, <laughs> do they have like numbers it in was, marching band? We, yeah, I was number not one. But um, <laughs> but anyways, so I did start following Corey because of that Arnold Classic uh, on Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy. I, I mean, I maybe followed like three or four people. I mean, this was probably like six years ago. Right. So I uh, started following Corey on Instagram. I was like, dude, this guy squats every day. And <laughs> this guy works out at 5 a.m. every day. This is when Corey worked that was out. before the yeah, 4 a.m. crew. It was way the 5 before, a.m. crew. Yeah, it was way before um, 4 a.m. crew. But just cool story that every year that I'm back at the Arnold, I have like uh, just a moment where I'm like, 
dude, it's because of the Arnold that I even know, you know, Corey, Dustin, old school, and I'm a part of the family now. So I have a little, you know, little reunion in my heart when I walk through. Like, thankfully for the Arnold, that's how you, you never know how things are going to get connected. The no, dots no are going to get connected there. But yeah, it was like, follow him on Twitter. And I was adamant I wasn't going to follow him on Twitter. And so I followed him <laughs> on Instagram. So um, that's actually, I never thought, so someone, that changed my life. Wow. I just kind of thought about that, 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 no, <laughs> that event and me following Corey on, on Instagram. I, I have like a lot of life, life events that are kind of tied to the Arnold, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this was the 10 year anniversary of my first boxing match was, which was at the Arnold in 2009. So that was kind of cool. Oh yeah. I totally forgot about boxing. Like Dustin and I yeah. went to an MMA fight. Oh my gosh. See this weekend got, there's a lot of things Yeah, there's going a lot on. of stuff going on. And Shout I, out to my boy, Mark Martin on his big, uh, you know, dominating pro win at, at the, uh, fights at Express Live. And I think um, for our listeners too, if you don't follow Corey, Corey does an amazing job at always posting a flashback, you know, of him, <laughs> his first Arnold, I think, was it 20 years ago now? When yeah, he was so like it, selling... Yeah, no, I, I think it was 19 because I think it was... Well, and here's why I remember. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Because it was also my first Arnold. Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. Okay. So this was in 2000. This would have been you know February or March of 2000. And I think it used to be in February, actually. Before they moved to March. No, I think no? it's always been the first weekend in March. So sometimes I think it could be like February 28th could be the Friday and then March gotcha. 1st, the Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, he has a picture with him and Sean Ray. So he he was still in school at Columbus State at the time. And, um, you know, he had got a gig, you know, selling tickets. They were basically like, hey, if you sell tickets out there all day, like no, work sell one, programs. I was selling right? programs. That's okay. what it was. So Corey had to, for his very first Arnold, had to sell programs just to get an entrance with into the expo, which was probably like $10 at the time. You know, I think it's 25 now. So that would have been in 2000, I believe. Either either 2099. Definitely no Instagram then. Definitely no Instagram. (laughs) I mean, I don't even think we, either of us had a cell phone at the time. Yeah, you guys probably wore pagers. I did have a pager at that time. (laughs) And uh, so that was my first Arnold as well. I went with, you know, one of my best friends, Jody Wiley. He, him and his brother came up to go to the Arnold and it was on Sunday. They were coming up for the last day. And I went out with my roommates the night before and actually got arrested on campus for underage <laughs> drinking. I wasn't yet 21. And I was walking back from a party with a mug of beer. Anyway, long story short, I got arrested. I learned a very valuable lesson, which is like, don't mouth off the cops when you're getting arrested. Because I probably would have just got a ticket and then had to appear in court. But since I kind of uh, kind of was an asshole about it, they actually took me downtown, threw me in the drunk tank. Oh, man. Yeah, so I spent the whole night you know, in the drunk tank, got processed in the morning. <laughs> my boy Juice came and picked me up. So I didn't get to sleep, you know, like in the drunk tank, you're not going to sleep. It's like made for 30 people. And there was probably 60 people in there. There's like bums pissing on the floor, you know? Right. And uh, so I was up all night and Juice picked me up. And right but when we got back to our house on campus was when my buddy from back home, Jody and his brother showed up. They're like, all right, we're ready to go to the expo. I'm like, all right, I guess we're going to the Arnold now. So I, I went to in, my first Arnold on no sleep. In true gut check fashion, <laughs> no sleep. Um, fast forward 19 years later, I did not sleep the night before Beats and Barbells this year because I just yeah, so too excited. Yeah, so there are some parallels there, right? <laughs> there are, yeah, I just couldn't sleep in my cozy bed. You didn't sleep uh, somewhere else. <laughs> so let, let's talk about Beats and Barbells and kind of our, you know, we got to call it a tradition at this point. This mm-hmm. is like four or five years in where we've done this every year to kick off the Arnold Classic. Um and, you know, people think of the Arnold and they come into town and for a lot of them, you know, it's a big party. Mm-hmm. They go to the expo all day and then they're, you know, away from their families or whatever. So they want to go out at night and just see the city and party and stuff. But for us, I mean, obviously our lifestyle revolves around the gym. So 
why would we not want our party to be in the mm-hmm. gym? So I, I want you to kind of explain Beats and Barbells for anyone that doesn't know, because you were the original brainchild behind this epic event. Yes. So Beats and Barbells, yes, my favorite day of the year. Um this is something that I, I will never be able to thank Corey and Dustin enough for bringing this dream to, to life for me. I always, I've always wanted to have a live DJ spinning records when I work. I've been to so many gyms with lame background music and just like always thought, how freaking cool would it be? Because I, I, I like going out where there's DJs. I love that vibe. But I also love lifting. Like, how can we like it'd be awesome to do it together, like at the same right. time. Like, and I always thought it'd be a nighttime event. Like, oh, can I get Pete, like DJs and make it like almost like a nightclub scene? But then we flipped it uh, to and be I, in the morning, which I think is even better. Way um, better. And I, I remember you saying like, listen, people go out at night to see DJs at a club. Why wouldn't they get up early, come work out when they normally work out anyway, you know, at 4 a.m.? To see a DJ. Why wouldn't they? So um, Corey and Dustin were kind enough to like, they were like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So I actually, we tested it before the Arnold. Time out. You can't can't talk about Beats and Barb and say, oh, they were kind enough. No. (laughs) They were like, yeah, let's do it. We were like, Nettie, this is a badass (laughs) idea. Like, let's do this shit. Yeah, they were kind enough. Yeah, that doesn't even sound right. Don't try to clean it up for the podcast. They were like, hell yeah, let's do this. We're like, let's get this shit. Right, let's get get it done. And we're like, you know what? We got to do it in true old school fashion. We got to have real DJs. We don't want just someone up there with an iPod and a laptop. We got to take it back. So we did. We tested it first. Non-Arnold had CJ the DJ. Shout out CJ for for doing the first few for us. Um, We just tested and we're like, oh yeah, like... Once there was a DJ in the building, we're like, this is where it's at. Like, honestly, if I could do it every day, that would be... Actually, (laughs) that's the ultimate dream is to have a live DJ daily. But um, we tested it before the Arnold. We're like, hell yeah, this is where it's at. We maybe had like six or seven people come, you know? Yeah, we just got trotted It was like five in the morning, you know? Who's going to... It actually wasn't even that early. So we did it, but it was awesome. And then... Well, the the missing piece of the puzzle then was I reached out to my boy, uh, Headache, who owns some clubs. He's owned a couple of hip-hop clubs here in Columbus. I was like, man, I was like, I need some real hip-hop DJs. I need ones that are going to come in with their crates, spin Spin records, right. He's like, man, I got this perfect guys for you. He's like, they're your age. So they're all into like that East Coast 90s New York hip hop. And uh, so my boys, uh, DJ D Boogie and Domi Styles, they're both on the radio here in Columbus. So Mm -hmm. if you're a Columbus guy, you've probably heard them before. So I reached out to them, brought them. And I honestly, I wasn't sure what they're going to think about because I'm thinking, well, they got to get to the gym at 3 a.m. These guys are used to like, they do radio shows. They're used to being done at 3 a.m., not getting started. (laughs) Right. So like, I mean, I think there was even one, I think the first year they even came directly from the club. Yes, they did. They did. So I I wasn't real sure if they would be into it or whatever, but they came in and checked out the gym and they were like, hell yeah. Right. I mean, I think they appreciated, I mean, we hit it off with them, you know, personality wise anyway, but I think they appreciated the fact that we wanted to hear their music, the stuff that they like. They're like, you know what, man, you know how many times I got to go and I got to play these the hits of today that I don't even like. He's like, this is the stuff I listen to when I'm at home. Right. You, you know, so I always, you know, I'll reach out to to Boogie, you know, a week or two before the yard or be like, hey, you, you ready here in a couple of weeks? Like, man, I'm digging through the crates. I'm finding some gems. He's like, you you ain't ready for it. I'm like, yeah, bring it. Like, They are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're the best. But yeah, so they brought their... The first year we actually had it two days. We had it Friday, Did Saturday. Did we do it two days? Yeah, because that. we didn't have... We didn't have an old school booth, so we did it two days ah, in a row. You're right, you're right. And I'm, I was wrecked. Like I don't. Two days I don't, was too much. It, it was just. It was. 
going from beats and barbells to the Arnold. Well, I mean, it was over a load and that was, I can't, yeah, it was, it yeah, was that, too. That was way too much. But even yeah. this year, you know, like, you know, we're up late the night before, got to get up at basically two, two thirty, get to the mm-hmm. gym. You know, the DJs are there at three setting up, you know, we have the VIP come in so they can squat with Corey. We have a very limited number of VIP, VIP tickets that we sell. Mm-hmm. So they can come in and do their squat work with Corey G from four to five. Then at five, uh, you know, we open the floodgates for, you know, all of our members and for the the tickets that we sell and stuff. And, you know, it goes to about 730. And the great thing is right when everyone's wrapping up their workout, they can hit the showers and, uh, you know, head downtown for the expo. So it's like the perfect kickoff to the Arnold Sports Festival. It really is. I mean, and you look at the clock, you're like, I mean... The music is bumping. It's 6 a.m. in Pataskla, Ohio, and it's it's off the <laughs> chains. I freaking love it. It, it brings Beats me... Beats bumping, iron pumping. <laughs> I, if, if you haven't been, it really is a special, a special thing to attend. I mean, I don't know how... how too many people that can say they've lifted weights, like A, with you and Corey G, and then B, with two, two DJs spinning records in the background. Yeah, it's a perfect I, storm. Now, I, I almost feel like I need like a redo like i need beats to barbells again this weekend because this is the first year like i was injured you know I, I basically broke my hand last week and i so i couldn't really work out so i mean i, I spent the whole time kind of floating around helping people and like getting people all pumped up and i would do a little bit here and there but i couldn't really train you, you mean show out you I could, call I it could, i couldn't show dustin out dustin usually shows out during yeah, beats I, and barbells i, I tried to do like one set of muscle ups and my hand just like <laughs> my hand was thumping. Right. It was beats bumping, hand thumping. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I mean, and actually me and NATO talked about this today just separately is like, um, you know, when it's not enough for me to just go in and do a workout. If I do a workout and at the end, I don't feel like I'm absolutely crushed from some angle, then I feel like I didn't do anything. So even though I worked out from 4 a.m. to 7.30, you know, the fact that I never really pushed very hard on anything, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't do anything. I feel like I missed the workout. So you were injured. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But please, beats and barbells. You got to be there. It's awesome. We'll, we'll throw up some. So, we just got some videos. Yeah. So a uh, couple we'll of shout outs. My guy, uh, Shawnee G uh, from Sleepy Monkey Films. He mm-hmm. did a, a great recap of us. We actually put that out on Instagram. Then we have another one, you know, a little recap he did with uh, Hannah Eden Fitness. Mm-hmm. So we'll have those up here real soon. My guy, uh, Content Kyle was in there, you know, shooting pictures. So we got a lot of stuff we're going to keep dripping out over the next few weeks. And we, then um, we had um, Travis. Travis Mash from Mash Elite was in. That's we had true. Crystal, his business partner. We had Chef Rush. We had the building was you know, was stacked. Here, here, I think this is going to speak volumes to the uh, the environment. So, uh, Travis Mash, if you guys don't know who he is, make, make sure you look him up. Super elite, probably the top you know Olympic weightlifting coach in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then his athlete slash partner uh, Crystal, she actually set a deadlift PR. It beat some barbells. She deadlifted yep. four hundred five. I put that picture up on Instagram. Incredible picture. So, and I didn't even realize that was her PR until I saw her comment on. It. So, think this is a an elite level athlete. It's not like oh she had a good day because it was her first time ever in the gym. Mm-hmm. This is a super elite level competitor with one of the best coaches in the country. She came to beat some barbells at four a.m. and set an all time PR. So, just something about the environment. Number one of old school gym is special in and of itself. But then to come there. The week of the Arnold, everyone's so hyped for the event. We got the DJs in there, the beats pumping. It brings out the dog and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I think Travis, he's been, I know he's been to Beats and Barbells at least twice, maybe even three times. So we want to thank him because he always he always shows up and 
I know they were driving cross, you know, cross country. Yeah, kinda, I think like, they're from like North Carolina yeah, they or drove, Tennessee or something. They had a, a nice drive the, the day before. Yeah, so chef, we appreciate chef that. Chef Ev was there this year. There was, it was, it yeah, was he's, he's like, he's like the chef at the White House, right? Yes. And he, his arms are literally like bigger than my torso. We'll show, show pics of him too. His business card is his biceps. Yes, not even his <laughs> face. So it's awesome. So we did, we did beats and barbells in the morning. And then well, time, time out before we move on. I think we do got to give a quick shout out to the people that helped us put the event together. So besides, you know, Shawnee G who was our video guy mm-hmm. besides, uh, you know, content Kyle who captured the pictures. Trey speed got some pictures for us. Trey, Trey speed was on, you know, shooting the flicks also. Um, then you have basically our doorman D bell, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Thomas, of, of course, my right hand man was running the desk and was, you know, a huge help as usual. Uh-huh. Um, Anyone else that I'm forgetting there? I mean, our DJs. Our DJs, of course, DJ Dami Style and uh, DJ uh, D Boogie. Make sure you guys give those guys a follow. So anyway, shout out to the team, you know, because without them, it wouldn't uh, be such a great event. And really a huge shout out to everyone that purchased tickets and everyone that drove. I mean, there were so many people in from out of town. Uh, we love that. Almost everyone was from yeah. out of state. You and know? we had a lot of repeat uh, repeat. Beats and Barbells crew. So we love that. One of my favorite things uh, from Beats and Barbells, though, I do want to tell our listeners, there was a crew in, I think they were from Arkansas, actually. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) it was so cool because they were talking about, they watch the Instagram story every day, 4 a.m. crew, Corey G. (laughs) And they were like, this is so crazy. Because, you know, Instagram stories, like that, nothing's scripted, nothing's filmed. Like it, it, you get what you get. You're getting a glimpse behind the scenes. Yeah. They were like, it's so weird. It's like, we feel like we're inside the the Instagram story. Like they're the story in the story. And it was like real trippy. I was like, oh damn. Like that made me think. Those (laughs) are the type of things you think of when you're running on low sleep. Yeah. You know, so, but then I came up and storied them talking about that. I'm like, (laughs) guys, you are actually, you're in the matrix right now. You are in the Instagram story. Talking the about the Instagram story. <laughs> it's like infinity. And then they storied me. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's whoa. Yeah, it was really. That, that's crazy, actually. But I love it. So shout out to everybody that road trip, slept in their car, <laughs> uh, you know, did a PR, all of that. Uh, we're so thankful that everybody that showed out. We're, we're already excited for next year. Let's, yeah, no let's doubt. Let's do that. Well, we're going to move on now to that's... Okay, what? We're at 7 a.m. now. <laughs> A Friday of yeah. Arnold weekend. We had a so after that we, uh, you guys head down to the Max Effort booth. I'm gonna. Yep. I actually went home and slept. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So by this time I'm running on like about 70 cups of coffee. Go down to the Max Effort booth. You know, grab a quick shower, get to the booth, and you know, right off the bat, you know, the the place is a zoo. Even on yep. Friday, you think, oh, Friday during the day there's not gonna be no one. No, like it's there. The place is absolutely packed and. We're just in like, you know, meeting. Slinging subs, taking Sling, pics. Yeah, slinging subs, you know, meet and greet mode. We had some good, you know, some great, uh, some deals for Max Effort, you know, trying to get a lot of, a lot of product into, into people's hands. But the biggest thing, man, is just seeing how excited people are to come up and actually, you know, take pictures with us, meet us, talk to us. It's, it's a really cool thing. It's awesome. I mean, you can, we kind of have like a step and repeat. So you can do photos and things like that. There's yeah. room, there's breathing room to, you know, last to do year, that. Last year, you know, obviously we had the two booths, which was a little bit too much. And we had a huge Mac, uh, Max Effort booth, which was cool from like the optics of it was really cool to the fact to have a huge booth there. But in reality, it was not as easy to interact with people. You right. Were, you were it was kind of blocked off. Yeah, you were kind of blocked off, even though we were right out there in the middle. So we went back to the smaller one. That way we could have like an open end with a step and repeat. And people could just walk up to us. You know, when we had that right. big booth, people were almost kind of scared. They would like stand over there and I'd see them kind of looking. And then eventually they would like nudge someone. It and wasn't be like, welcoming at all. Yeah, it was not welcoming. So this year, I mean, normally downsizing is not a good thing in, in business because of the perception of it. But 
it really, for like an interaction standpoint, was way better. Absolutely. So, And if you haven't been to the Arnold, that's what happens. There's a lot of... Uh, jockeying for like the biggest booth, just like biggest biceps. But there's a lot of people, no, it, 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 they try to really show out there, if you will. And it, so it, it, beca- it, it becomes a pissing contest exactly, for sure. Exactly. So yeah, this, the booth where it was this year was like really nice position because it wasn't in a crowded thoroughfare and like people could walk up and had that step and repeat and people could actually well, come up and chat. I, I think too, it really shows the difference between you know, our company of Max Heffer Muscle and also with, with Old School Gym, you know, these other companies, they have this huge booth they paid a ton of money for. They have music blaring. They have all these athletes. They pay a ton of money like for them to just go, you know, it's someone that doesn't even use their products or whatever, but right. they're paying them five grand to stand from there for the day. And guess what? They heard you in like cattle. You got to shake their hand, maybe get a picture real quick. They give you some samples, then they get you out of there. Like there's no real face-to-face interaction. Right. You know, it's, it's all face. It's, it's just... It's just for looks. Mm-hmm. Us, we want to connect with the people. It's it's total. It's a totally different experience. I agree with that. <laughs> so anyway, so we spend all day there Friday. We yes. get, you know we, we get the expo by, by maybe nine o'clock. The we expo, break for sushi. We do a sushi break. We did a little sushi at Kuma, my favorite spot. <laughs> Got to give a shoot out the yeah. shout out to Kuma, and then uh. Well, then what, let's see. So we hung out there till I don't know five o'clock all day, and then so um. Most of the time, just to, to give you guys perspective, uh, Corey and Dustin live probably around 35, 45 minutes from the expo. So they actually get hotel rooms to stay down, downtown so they can be close. I live like two blocks, so I just walk. But uh, after the first day, they this we did this last year too. They go back to their room, kind of honestly, they don't even take a break at all. They shower. We um, are lucky enough. Uh, we attend an event. It's called After School All-Stars. It's something that Arnold himself backs. It's an after-school program for kids across the country. And yeah, they it's have, basically like his like flagship charity. Yeah. So they have an event here, uh, charity auction. It starts at six o'clock. So it's like right after the expo. So really enough time to just go home and shower, uh, get, your, get your dress clothes on and head back out. And we, um, I think, you know, Corey Gregory has been awesome enough to to sponsor part of that. So we've. But been, I think he's also on the board for after school yeah, stars. So we um we get some tickets that we can attend that. So thanks, thanks for the G. Up, G. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Arnold actually attends that event, and so it's it's a really small event right after the Arnold uh, again charity auction, which is really cool. There's some local celebrities that that go, and then I'm just gonna say it. I. Go ahead, go ahead and have your fangirl moment. I had a, the biggest fangirl moment. I'm still kind of on the David Goggins high. We, Dustin and I walked in and I'm like, my jaw drops. And I'm like, Dustin, it's David effing Goggins. Like David <laughs> Goggins is here. And I... I did. I put my big girl pants on. I just went over there and started talking to him. And he, yeah, you were like, you were like, so like, blah blah blah. I'm like, Nettie, just go talk to him. I did. And you, he, you talked to him for a while. He too. sunned me. He bitch slapped. <laughs> actually, he bitch slapped me. I, I we'll, G- we'll say it. that for like he really. I'll t- I'll tell everybody because it was really. I wish I would have videoed it. I I told David I'm kind of. And if you don't know who David Goggins is, please check him out. Uh, listen to him on podcast. Get his book. Uh, he will get you fired up. But I basically told him that I feel kind of plateaued and I want to go to that next level. And man, he got out of his chair and stared me down and it was heavy. He basically told me I'm living a mediocre life. <laughs> so, um, but it was, it, was, it, was an, an, it was awesome because again, just like so many things at the Arnold, he was exactly who he was, who he is all the time. And I appreciated, I appreciated that. So um, 
but I, I can't believe I met David Goggins still. So David Goggins was at the party and he was actually sitting next to someone really famous too. Um, his name is Tim. Because I was like, hey, I guess I should probably say hi to you too. He, I looked him up on Instagram. I think his name's Tim Kennedy or something. He's like an ex-MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah, he's he has a, a television show. Well, he, I, I don't he know. Was a, he was, yeah, he was a Navy SEAL and then he became an MMA fighter. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, hi, who are you? <laughs> nice to meet you, Tim. This is David Goggins. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, I think sometimes those guys that are super famous like that, it's probably almost kind of refreshing for them to meet people that don't know who they are. Because then it's like your intentions of talk, and talking to them is a little bit more pure. Right. Because even I, once he told you like, oh, I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm a, I am was a fighter or whatever. Like, well, he didn't even tell me that. He just said Tim. But I'm like, I think this guy, is, I, you know, I, he had the ears. I'm not going to lie. So I kind of <laughs> knew there was something going on. Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, last year when I was there and he was here that he was here this year, but he actually there was people like mobbing him the whole time. So I didn't really bother him. But uh, I got to uh, hang out with Randy Couture yeah. a good bit. So, mm-hmm. you know, Randy was one of my favorite fighters. And kind of like a, you know, I'm going to just go and say kind of a hero of mine. I've he always, looks badass. He, you he don't want to, like, you just look out and you're like, that guy looks like, a, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's no serious. there's no mistaking. You're like, all right, I know that guy's some type of fighter. Yeah, I mess, or whatever. I mess with him. So here, here's a little tip for all you guys. You know, whenever you meet someone famous, especially if it's someone you really look up to or whatever, you know, they get so tired of being treated like celebrities. And so the thing I always think of is like, all right, what is this person tired of talking about? And whatever that is, don't talk to them about that. So I'm thinking, you know, Randy Couture doesn't want to talk about MMA. He's a, you know, a color commentator for, you know, for the pay-per-view events. He fought in the UFC forever, was a, you know, two-division champion. I mean, he's a legend in the sport. I'm like, you know what? He doesn't want to talk about MMA or the UFC. He wants to talk about Greco-Roman wrestling because he was a Greco-Olympian. And most, like, even if you're a casual wrestling fan, you probably are not interested in Greco. Okay. So, like, that's not what like college wrestlers do. No. So it's one of the two Olympic styles. The Olympic styles are freestyle and Greco. Freestyle Mm -hmm. is what like, like Reese Humphrey and those guys wrestle. NATO. Yeah. NATO wrestles freestyle. Kyle Snyder wrestles freestyle. Freestyle is more similar to what you see our guys do in college. It's more recognizable. They shoot and the scoring is different and everything like that. But Greco was the original form of wrestling from the Greco-Roman area. Mm. And in Greco- Way back. Yeah, way back. The difference is you cannot touch your opponent's legs. So it's all upper body. I wish you guys could see the the face that Nettie G just made. um, That's all wrestling is, I thought. Well, in Greco-Roman, it's all upper body. So you basically, your your goal is to try to grab the other guy and throw him. Okay. I'm going to have to YouTube it. Yeah. So one, now that is much harder than it sounds when you have two guys that are very, so it's much more physical when it's in your, it's imagine fighting in a phone booth because there's no, there's not a lot of moving around. It's like, Hey, we're going to stand here toe to toe and tie up until I can throw you on your head. So you started talking. I didn't see you talking to him. Was well, I no, busy I said, talking to David Goggins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I said, if you had paid attention during this podcast, Nettie, that was last year. This oh. year, I didn't talk to him because there was people around him the whole time and I didn't want okay. to bug him. But so... Welcome, La- welcome to our relationship too. If you're listening, La- I don't really pay attention to Dustin when he talks. Maybe like a fourth of the time. No, I, I had to throw in like good buzzwords <laughs> to, to, to pick you up. So, so basically, so last year, you know, uh, my partner Clay Guida and I, like, you know, he... Obviously, from being in the UFC, he knows Randy. So we went up and talked to him a little bit. And um, I, I, I can't even remember how I started, but we started talking about Greco. And his face just lit up. He, I mean, we probably talked for a half hour about Greco. Because I'm thinking, you know, like I said- Nobody he, wants to talk about that. No, but yeah. I, I wanted to. I love Greco, you All know? Right. So, um, and he was just like, yeah, you know, in Greco, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. It's not like freestyle. You can't take a timeout. It's in your face. We're fighting, you know? So- uh-huh. A guy like Randy, you know, that's his base. He was an Olympian in Greco. Like he probably loves Greco more than he loves MMA or the UFC. So anyway, 
I guess the point is, that's my tip for you. When you meet your hero or someone famous or whatever, don't talk to them about what the other 20 people they just talked to talked right. about. Find something that you can kind of relate to them with. So and, I know G went up to Goggins and his line to Goggins was, <laughs> I lunge, you know, he, he basically gave him his lunge stats. And it, I, think, I think Goggins felt his, felt his quad like, dude, that's sick. Yeah, so, he told so him, G, he said, I just finished lunging um, 100 <laughs> miles, you know, half mile a day for 200 days. Because... Goggins is an ultra marathon or like an ultra athlete, just for, for those of you that don't know him. But also I want to say, I want to rewind a little bit. When we got there, um, it was pretty cool. Arnold has a security detail mm-hmm. that uh, pretty much has been with him for years because it, it's, I mean, it's, it's an important job while he's in town. And one of our members is actually part of Arnold's security detail. So yep. we actually, right when we walked in, we ran into... Yeah, Chris Farrington, who's been a longtime member of Old School Gym, actually... Um, him, him and I used to spar together when he first got done wrestling in college, he went into MMA for a while. And I think he was, he was still in the police Academy at the time. Uh, you know, he's a big dude, big dude, super tough dude. But we used to, we used to battle a little bit back here in the war room. But, but yeah, uh, so we have an old school gym member on Arnold's, uh, security, security detail. detail. Yeah. So, so, that, that, so that was kind of cool because they have to, they have to not just shuttle Arnold around, but any of his family that's in town and stuff like that. Okay. So that was awesome. Uh, G, uh, Corey G, did the, during the auction, G won. Uh, last year, he got the governor's ring, which is pretty badass. And then this year, he got... It's like some sort of coin or something. I'm not doing it any justice, but uh, shout out to G for for giving back to the kids and winning that coin, which was cool. Yeah, I think one of the, one of the cool things that Arnold... You know, that he really emphasized at the beginning of the auction because, you know, all the, the proceeds from that event, you know, benefit after school all stars and like these, it's essentially for after school programs in, you know, underprivileged communities. And he said, listen, if you are in this room, you've had help. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. said, no one in this room got here just on their own. And you've had help. He said, but there are plenty of kids. I almost, I'm almost going to tear up, you know, thinking about it. He said, plenty of kids out there do not have any help. Mm-hmm. He said, so, you know, after school, all stars wants to provide opportunities for these kids to be able to do positive things, have positive role models, and be able to have a head start just like all of you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a. I mean, Arnold actually gets up and, and talks about his foundation and what it does. And Arnold looked good, by the way. He's still looking good. It was <laughs> well, awesome. You, you know, every year when we go to this, Nettie, you're always like, this I know, year, I want to kiss gonna, him. Arnold, kiss please. Arnold. I'm just still, I'm going to put it out there on the airways now. I'm not, it doesn't have to be like, you know, it's not like a make out. It's just like kiss him on the cheek, photo, you know, like then we'll probably date afterwards or something. <laughs> so I just got to get in there. She's leading with a little flesh. <laughs> and then <laughs> I did. And I met Mark Henry last year, which was pretty cool so anyway so, so anyway so we we finished that up and then unfortunately clay our partner clay guida missed uh that yeah. school source event his his like uh the flight was delayed his flight got delayed Weather. in phoenix and yeah. then uh so he got there late but he ended up getting here in time for the fights the mma fights at night we went straight from from uh after school stores over to um express live how do we get there dustin so <laughs> so we, we we came outside of the event. Now, we only had to go like maybe a block, block and a half. And there's security out there with a golf cart. I don't know whether they were there for like someone that was handicapped or what. But I, like, I don't know why they were there. I don't know what there. the hell they were doing there, but yeah. it's like it's like 15 degrees out. You're like, no, no, you have to take us to the fights. And I was like, what? They're gonna... So he, she talked this security guard with a golf cart and taking us to the fights. Now... He goes out onto Neal Avenue. Which is downtown Columbus. Downtown yeah. Columbus. And we're going like 30 miles an hour. I'm sitting the on the back cart. of a golf cart. I was That's like, awesome. if I fall off of this, I'm going to die. 
And he delivered us to the, we get to the fights and you said, no, you can't let us off here. You got to drive on the sidewalk. Yeah. He drove on the sidewalk for me. He like made a homeless guy move out of the way <laughs> and drove us straight to the front door of Express Live. It was pretty boss. So we met Corey G there. I'm not Corey G. We met Clay, Clay Guida. Guida. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Those two are easily interchangeable. They yeah. look very similar, right? Uh, yeah. Real <laughs> similar. But so we went to the MMA fights. I'm already on sensory overload. I've got beats and barbells, then the Arnold, then Arnold Classic during the day, then the after school all stars. I'm on my David Goggins high. And then Dustin takes me into this MMA cage fighting, uh, uh, like express live event. And it was the energy in there was a t- intense. The first fight was the two girls, and they yeah, were they, beasts. One of the promoter's daughters. Yeah, they, she was super beast. They were beasts. I remember you were watching it and you were like, I don't think I could do this. I'm like, Nettie, I know you couldn't do it. No, I could barely watch it. Uh, And then I'm going to be honest, like, I love Clay Guida. I've I've hung out with him like two years and I just, I'm not, I don't, I'm not in the MMA world. Clay comes in, man, people love that guy. He is a star. I had no, no, I had no idea. He is definitely one of the most beloved competitors in the sport. And I completely know why, because every single person that came up to him, he takes the time, you know, and interacts with them, does pictures. And he's so... Gen- I don't know of a more genuine guy than Clay Guida. He's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So uh, we go there. And the reason... Now, if this wasn't going on, I would not have went to the fights. I would have been in bed long before this. But uh, so my guy, uh, Mark Martin, who was one of my... You know, he was a three or four year starter first at Ohio State. So I, I trained him his whole career while he was uh, wrestling for the Buckeyes. He moved out to MMA lab transition into pro MMA fighting. So this was going to be his, I believe his third pro fight in his first one, you know, back East, you know, here in Columbus. So kind of making a return to Ohio pro fight. I think he was the the co-main event, you know, the whole wrestling team there is there to support him. And man, did he look good. You know, it's always with high level wrestlers, you never know how they're going to transition to MMA. A lot of them are very timid and kind of tentative with their striking and just really just fall back on their wrestling. Not this guy. No, Mark right off the bat, nice right hand down the pipe, sat this guy on his butt. Um, you know, they got into some grappling down the ground. He was landing heavy punches, heavy elbows. Finally ended up getting the submission right towards the end of the first round. But, you know, give my guy, you know, show. I think it's at Showtime, at Showtime Martin and make sure you give Mark Martin a, uh, a follow because he's going to be a star in the he sport. He was relentless. Again, I don't watch fights. This guy was relentless and he looked, he really, good. looked really good. No, yes. I was really happy for him, you know, for him to have a homecoming like that in front of his team, you know, because sometimes, you know, things like that don't work mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he he just, more important than getting the victory is he looked the part. He looked really good. He did. So that's, you guys, that's day one. Holy smokes. That was a big <laughs> day. And then we went, we, you know, had to go home and get some sleep. But that just kind of, that encapsulated, like I'm so excited right now. I actually want to go back to Arnold weekend, but we need a whole year to actually recoup. But that's the kind... I hope you want... Like our listeners are understanding like that's the energy. Like that's what's going on this weekend. Like there's... That's just like a teeny sliver. I mean, there are and so that, many competitors that, yeah, there. That, that was just our experience that's with it. That's us. Yeah, there yeah, are people... There's so much other stuff going on. Crazy, crazy stuff going on um, all weekend. A couple other shout outs I do want to do for like Saturday and Sunday because we were still there. Uh, Saturday, we had... 
Some of our friends who we actually met at Beats and Barbells last year, they have an app. It's called AppLift. They're from, originally from Dubai. And last year was their first year at the Arnold. And They're their still first, based in Dubai, correct? Um, actually, I just went to lunch with them after. And they have, um, they have dual residency now. And they're working out of DC. They're really trying to get some seed money here in the States because the powerlifting world is so big here. Gotcha. So, um, But I mean, te- technically Beats and Barbells has went international yes. because we've sold tickets to Dubai. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they're they're awesome. Again, it's AppLift. It's A-P-L-Y-F-T. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, really impressive stuff, but cool. Like those are those guys, their their first year was at last year at the Arnold, and they were like, Holy smokes, if we want to do anything in this industry, exactly, this is where we need to be, Columbus, Ohio. And they came back again this year. They had an even bigger bigger year, a bigger booth, learned a lot. But um, I love that because those are ties to old school too. You know, we wouldn't have known them if they exactly. wouldn't have had bought uh, you know VIP tickets last year to to Beats and Barbells. Um, I know, Dustin, you had a ton of wrestlers come by on Saturday and Sunday. Your family came down. This is what's really cool too. Uh, I know you and Corey G both. I mean, you guys make it a family affair. And I think it's so cool because your kids are passing out supplements. Corey's kids are passing out supplements. And really... Um, it's cool that the, your kids don't get to see... I mean, they see you obviously in action a lot, but the supplement side, since you guys are direct-to-consumer online, they really don't get to see that. Yeah, they don't so. They don't really understand what max effort is. I mean, they see the videos and stuff like that. And also too, I think it's cool for them to see like how many people are actually there to see us and meet us. Right. They, my, it's funny because they always say that daddy's famous in the gym world. Right. <laughs> and they, they get to see it, like people taking pictures. And, you know, I know um, Ray, uh, Corey's wife, Rachel, comes down and then Dustin's wife, Julie, comes down. They bring the kids. And it's it's a yearly thing where even like, I know Rachel and Julie both said it's kind of cool too to get to see you guys in action because, you know, a lot of times they're they're taking care of business on the other end for you guys to get stuff done yeah, and, and the max effort work. She's working on her taxes today, so. <laughs> oh, ouch. Yeah, she'll yeah, probably call me here soon about something, but. But, so like. That's a cool, it's a family affair. That's a, that's a thing too that. Um, well, I, I think Mia's new hero is Hannah Eden. She, yeah. she wants to get red hair now. Okay. Like her. That, that's yeah. fair enough. She's my hero too. Right. So. <laughs> but that that's something that uh, I think is cool too that you guys bring uh, bring out during that Arnold weekend is, you know, we actually have an after party on Saturday. Shout out to Ringside Cafe. Ringside Cafe, home so, of the old school burger. Yeah. So we do an old school uh, max effort party. Uh, they shut... Yep. It's, a, it's a tiny place, but they shut it down for us and we all uh, get to enjoy each other's company there. But I know, you know, your family families get to hang out and that's something that it's once a year, you know, and that's that's another layer that the Arnold brings well, in. You know, I think um, a lot of times people are involved with companies or with big events. They look at, you know, something like this, like a trade show or whatever, as like a break from their family. Right. Whereas I look at it like, I want my family to be involved with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to be a part of it. And, you know, I'm just glad that my kids' first Arnold experience is way different than my first <laughs> one, which was, you know, no sleep and sleeping in the drunk tank. Right. So They're passing out. Passing out. Yeah, sucks. and they, they, they really still don't have any concept. You know, by the time they get to high school, and I'm sure like when their their friends are talking about going to the Arnold, they'll be like, wait a minute, you gotta wait in line. You don't get to give out samples. Like, All what right. do you mean? Like they, they really don't have any idea. But uh it, it's just that's one of the one of the other most rewarding things for me too, is to have them involved with it and you know, for them to be just around and also, like I said, for you know, Mia, for example, to see someone like Hannah who seems like a superhero in person, you know, just to have for them to get new you know, role models and meet new people and stuff. So, um, but yeah, so outside of the expo, 
and you know beats and barbells or just coming out and training an old school gym. Plenty of people come out on Saturday or Sunday and get day passes. The other thing that you have to do when you come into town is you have to go to our friend Dan's Ringside Cafe and get the old school burger. Yeah, that's like so if you only have three things on your list, expo, old school gym, old school burger, ringside cafe, mm-hmm. and that will at least give you that's your full- pat your Columbus Arnold passport can be stamped. That's right. At that point in time. But yeah, I think I'm trying to think there were some other really cool things. I just want to give some more shout outs. Um, one of our Don't lie, you didn't do anything else cool. That's I, that's all the cool I stuff. I actually did a couple of cool things. Number one, I did um virtual reality boxing. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, Tell that me about was this. Cool. Well, I'm actually a little pissed because I think the guy thought I was like not tough or something. So he gave me like the workout, like one, two, one, two, where I wasn't like really in the ring with anybody. So when the when the guys that You're were like, with I, me went I, in, they got I a little more into with it. Coach Myers, but it was really that was cool. Virtual reality boxing. Um, I saw Billy Blanks, who used to do Taibo. Oh, yeah, he was guy. on stage. That was pretty cool. Did he have the blue singlet on? He did not, but he had like this like thin tank top type deal, and he was still getting after still it, man. Jacked. Yeah, but Bar Shield USA, they're um, some of our gym members they have yep. their own booth there uh and they're they're awesome it's cool it's just cool to see other gym members uh with their booth there we had grayson was on uh he was doing some lifting we had at, you know athletes that we know there so yeah, it was john, just cool john from the 4am crew squatted in the uh the squat event on the rogue stage there yeah so it's just cool to see to see people that we know on stage and just test some other things like there was i didn't do it but they had like a ninja warrior course inside they had oh i forget what it was called they had this rogue had this huge wooden thing that's on like the rock show no like, so what I, I found i thought that was on the new uh the titan games it's not no what it's, is that it's thing? from the original conan movie oh no way yeah, they, that I, is even remarkable yeah i guess they were okay. like hey we want to recreate i think they called it like the wheel of pain or yeah, something yeah yeah and it's from the original conan movie they're like hey we want to recreate so it was just like a display, but then they had like some type of competition, like how far you could push it in 60 yeah, seconds. It's there's there's some cool stuff like that. I actually got um like one of those. Ooh, I wish I knew what it was. I had a massage, like it's not the only thing I've ever waited in line for at the Arnold. It was one of those guns that oh, those yeah, massaging yeah. guns, they had like booths where they were giving those away for free. That was amazing. Uh I I was a big fan, a big fan of that. Also, real quick too, I did I got I kind of forgot them earlier because we were talking about beats and barbells, but I got to give a shout out to all my guys that ran the uh, the Max Over Muscle booth. You know, so Jacob Pontius, yep. Jason Newland, and the whole uh, the whole crew. I mean, those Jeremy, guys, Jeremy, yeah, those, those Brandon, those guys really cold, cold. Wow, yeah, yep. there's a lot. All those of guys them. busted their ass all weekend. I mean, they came in, they set everything up, they tore everything down, and you know, while Corey and I obviously are you know meeting people and answering questions clay and and uh, you know Hannah are doing the same thing you're meeting their fans and, and doing all the interaction those guys are actually you know working doing the it. real work they're doing the real work <laughs> exactly so huge shout out to those guys i mean it, it definitely would not be possible without them and you know Jacob especially cuz he is the one who kind of spearheaded everything and i tell you what this was definitely the smoothest year so mm-hmm. we're get we're getting better as we get Each get older year it gets better for sure yeah but i'm, I'm sad now it's over it's over. It's done. Well, next year. So uh, put it on your list right now for 2020. Actually, 2020s. Lots of things need to happen. So no, so I'm, I'm already thinking of some big stuff for Beats and Barbells. We're going to expand it, but I, I I can't really mention it yet. But glow look, sticks. <laughs> a glow stick competition. We're, we should invi- <laughs> we should invite Alina. We're going to make it clockwork. Clockwork be- Beats and Barbells. Done. Okay. No, well, there there will there will be some uh, some more events. So rather than just the one event at old school, we're going to do like some type of event at old school every single day for 2020. So just cool. be ready. Make sure you guys check out. 
um, the videos that are coming out and make, you know, mark your calendars, come, come hang with us next year. Yep. Well, thanks for listening. That was a, that was a, I like that episode. We got to recap. Remember all the fun we had this weekend. It's a blur. So right. we will, um, I think our next episode is going to be, uh, I interviewed Corey's mom. So be on the lookout for that. Cool. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon.